This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Spears' secret abortion with Justin Timberlake's baby? Brit's shocking new tell-all claims, Justin's thoughts on the pregnancy, and the early days of their relationship. Again, I'm partying hard, really hard. Then, Suzanne Summers' final hours. What were her final words? Her son's only interview alongside the TV legend's longtime love. She fought and fought and fought. Why her last days were so difficult. We didn't know if she was alive or not. And then when I kissed her, she responded. Plus, Alicia Keys ripped by fans how she's clarifying her tone-deaf Instagram post amid the war in Israel. And Maren Morris, a month after she left country music, why she's now also leaving her husband. Then, Olivia Wilde shading Taylor Swift? How much attention gets paid to stupid things? E.T. starts now. <laughs> Britney Spears' new memoir doesn't come out until next Tuesday, but it has already dropped its first major shocker. Wow, welcome to Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, we knew Britney would talk about her family and the conservatorship, but the shocking claim today, she got pregnant by ex Justin Timberlake. I had a lot of therapy to get this book done. I couldn't be more proud of me. Oh, I see it every gosh. day. Y'all are so sweet. Okay, okay, okay. You get me in good, yeah! They dated for three years, starting when she was 17 and he was 18. And Britt says Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby, that we were way too young. She then claims, I agreed not to have the baby. 
If it had been left up to me alone, I never would have done it. Adding that, it's one of the most agonizing things I have ever experienced in my life. Fans now point to the music video for her 2003 single, Every Time, as her processing that trauma. ET's reached out to JT's reps and haven't heard back, but a source tells us he's trying not to concern himself with Britney's memoir. He still has respect for her, but wants everyone to grow and evolve instead of continuing to bring up the past. People out Friday obtained book excerpts and just interviewed the pop star, although not in person. It was done via email. She wanted to be very thoughtful with her responses. There were a couple of typos, you know, a few mistakes any of us might make, and, and it was clear that these, these were her words. We have great faith in that. More revelations? Britt and JT had their first kiss playing Truth or Dare, and ironically, a Janet Jackson song was playing in the background. Has she called you and said, hey, um, heads up? Dude, I don't know. There's a chapter know. about you? <laughs> Are you hoping that you're in it? I don't know! The 41-year-old now describes her newfound freedom as challenging at times. Britney writes about the conservatorship and how it was soul-crushing for her. She details how it turned her into a child robot. Britney also claims starting in eighth grade, she would drink alcohol with her mother, Lynn. Quote, my mom and I would drink daiquiris. We called our cocktails toddies. As for dad, Jamie, quote, he repeatedly told me I looked fat and that I was going to have to do something about it. But she did say she still loves her family. So I think that there is an olive branch there to mend the relationships with her own family. I have a feeling this is just the beginning. That's we're, what I was going to say. <laughs> we're in for a lot yeah. over the next Get few ready, days. Get ready, y'all. Absolutely. All right, let's move on now to our exclusive interview with Suzanne Summers' husband, Alan, and her son, Bruce. Yeah. It was a really emotional conversation. Yeah, just 24 hours after Suzanne's passing, the two most important men in her life opened up to me about her legacy, the darkest days of her cancer battle, and Suzanne's final moments of life. I lost half of me. We were one. I lost half of me like that. Alan and I had a very romantic relationship. It was always so incredibly passionate. She fought and fought and fought. What were her final words? She wasn't talking at the end. The last couple of days, she stopped eating, she stopped talking, wouldn't take her medicine. And we didn't know if she was alive or not. And I kept taking her blood pressure but she wouldn't respond. And then when I kissed her, she responded, kissing me back. And it looked like she was gonna make it. And then it just overwhelmed her. We knew this day would come, but we thought it would be me, because I'm 10 years older than Suzanne. I do everything Dr. Summers tells me to do. <laughs> For the past 42 years, we have not spent even one hour apart. They were like this. They were inseparable, and I joked that they were functionally codependent because uh, there's not many people, you know, people say, oh, I could never spend that much time with my mate, and they never got tired of each other. How are you two doing today? How are you doing? Well, I uh, go in and out. I think there was a plan, make sure he's not alone. <laughs> and I love that. And I think yesterday we were in a bubble, and it was, it was special to all be together. While Suzanne projected an image of health and perfection, in reality, she was often struggling. She had cancer every decade from her 20s. She started with a couple of hyperplasias on her uterus. Then in the 30s, she had a tumor removed from her back. In her 40s, she lost her uterus. In her 50s, she had a lumpectomy on her right breast. For one minute, I 
entertain the idea of I could die. I had a big tumor. I could die. In her 60s, she had a cancer in her left breast that she healed herself. And then in her 70s, she fell down, broke her neck, and had hydrocephalus. It's called water on the brain. It's quite dangerous. So she's had cancer all her life. Alan and Bruce also showed me the cake they got for Suzanne's birthday. She would have turned 77 yesterday. Is that kind of a secret? People don't know my mother had a healthy appetite. Suzanne loved cake. Loved cake. We would go to weddings and we'd get there and I'd say, how well do you know these people? Because I'd never heard of them. She said, I've only met them once actually. She was there for the cake. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's true. She lived an amazing life, and just after she passed away, Alan took off her wedding ring, and he is going to wear it around his neck for the rest of his An life. An incredible love story. It you. really is. Yes, indeed. All right, let's switch gears now to Alicia Keys and the post that sparked a social media backlash. Alicia was criticized for this Instagram post, asking, quote, what would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? I've had my eyes on paragliding. Many users said the word paragliding was both triggering and insensitive, giving their use by Hamas during the October 7th attack on an Israeli music festival. The massacre claimed nearly 300 innocent lives and led to the capture of several hostages. Some even accused Alicia of showing sympathy toward the terror organization by wearing green, the same color as the Hamas flag. Someone who came to Alicia's defense? Her former manager, Guy Osiri. The Israeli-American took to Instagram saying, quote, I spoke to Alicia and she was horrified to learn what the word implied and immediately took it down. We're all here to continue to grow. Alicia clarified saying her post was, quote, completely unrelated in any way to the recent devastating loss of innocent lives. Alicia and her family actually live next to a glider port. In 2021, she spoke to the Breakfast Club of always wanting to try it. Me and you can probably do like this more parasailing vibe. Right you see there. it all day from the side of your house. I, I do. Video. What about us? Meanwhile, Pink has been getting threats from people who believe she has been flying Israeli flags during her concert. Pink has proudly spoken about her Jewish heritage in the past and took to social media saying, quote, I do not fly flags in my show in support of anything or anyone except the rainbow flag. Cover me in sunshine. Pink says the flags seen on stage are called poi flags and native to New Zealand. Nearly 20 hours later, Pink was back on social to announce her shows tonight and tomorrow in Tacoma, Washington, are being postponed due to, quote, family medical issues. And Pink's fellow Grammy winner Taylor Swift is spending her break from tour life with this guy. Hey, Travis. But does Swelsea have Aaron Andrews to thank for being matchmaker? From the new place. Bumble. Okay. It's me. In August, um, Travis was very open about not getting to meet her and so we were just being really candid because we love him we're good friends of his and we just were like taylor date this guy he's got a glow to him yeah i mean he, that's a glow up girl <laughs> hope to officiate the wedding um we hope to be there when he proposes all the things tay might have said thank you in this subtle way after she wore a jacket from aaron's wear line last thursday they sold out if you have anything and she puts it on i mean yeah. if you own a kleenex company and she wipes her it's like oh my god I mean, this place is rocking! It was boys' night for Travis and brother Jason, relaxing, sipping beers, and even dancing at the NLCS game in Philadelphia last night. 
Meanwhile, over at the Chargers game, Lance Bass seemingly trolled the NFL's Taylor hype with this sign reading, not Taylor Swift. Also weighing in, Olivia Wilde, who's responding to backlash after sharing a post reading, I wish Taylor Swift was in love with a climate scientist earlier this month. I mean, I meant no harm. It's obviously a comment on how much attention gets paid to Exactly. Swifties were quick to point out Taylor and Olivia share a mutual ex, Harry Styles. You're so golden. Someone else showing support for Taylor? Maren Morris, but nine days before she attended Tay's movie premiere without her wedding ring, E.T. has learned she filed for divorce from husband Ryan Hurd after five years of marriage. Go on, get the hell out of here. This is a tough industry to like stay married in and even find love in. Fans noticed signs of trouble over the last few weeks, pointing out she hasn't been wearing her ring. ET obtained the four-page filing, citing irreconcilable differences. Also, per the divorce docs, there's a prenup. The date of separation, October 2nd, the same day she filed. And she's seeking joint custody of their three-year-old son, Hayes. Date night, mom and daddy get to have a date night. Absolutely. We're having much. fun. The duo who met co-writing Tim McGraw's hit Last Turn Home in 2013 were last seen together at the U.S. Open in September. And just last month, Ryan praised his wife on social media when she announced she's stepping away from country music, writing, she deserves to be celebrated. Love you, M.M. What's the real love story like at home behind the scenes? We have our moments for sure that aren't like rainbows and sunshine, but we just laugh our way through it. Cause I love chasing after you. Hate to see folks break up, but we send you love, Marin. Now, to this mama who's flying solo, Scarlett Johansson. I think the terrible twos are more like tackling me, like actually physically tackling me. Scarlett's life at home with a toddler as her hubby heads back to work on SNL. It's definitely an adjustment in the household. Why she says Colin Jost owes her. He has to thank me for that. Then how Timothy Chalamet's getting career help from Tom Cruise. It's kind of like what you dream about when you want to be an actor when you're growing up. And Jared Leto's death-defying concert stunt. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. live a little bit on the wild side. Our shows are pretty spontaneous. That's Jared Leto bungee jumping about 60 feet onto the stage at a festival in Austin, posting this caption. Would you do this? The 30 Seconds Tomorrow's frontman, who also likes to scale walls, told us these death-defying acts are kind of his thing. At Lollapalooza in Chicago, I did jump off the top of the stage. I want to be surprised. Yeah. I don't want to know what the person's going to do next. My heart is in my stomach right now just watching that. Jared Leto, you are fearless. <laughs> Welcome back to Entertainment Tonight. Coming to you from Madame Tussauds, New York in Times Square. It was quite the glam night for Miss Scarlett Johansson, but on the inside, Scarlett told me she is feeling all the effects of being a multitasking mama. Are you tackling the terrible twos right now? Um, I'm, I think the, ta the terrible twos are more like tackling me, like actually physically tackling me. <laughs> Well, we can't tell. 
ScarJo looks stunning on the God's Love We Deliver red carpet, flying solo, perhaps because hubby Colin Jost is back in the SNL writer's room. They've been like desperate to get back to work doing what they love, and um, it's definitely an adjustment in the household. That schedule is so crazy, but it's always exciting to see those guys. Show. Colin's face was looking mighty flawless. Well, oh, really? Do you think that's because of your skincare products? 100%. It's because of the outset. We share all of our products. He has to thank me for that. But Scarlett has her former co-star, Matt Damon, to thank for his surprise appearance, presenting her with a Golden Heart Award. Also there to support a good cause, Neil Patrick Harris with David Burtka, Cynthia Erivo, and dad of six, David Foster. Your littlest one who is looking like a future drummer. This guy's got Travis Barker written all over him. Dude, I, <laughs> I mean, know. When is he starting lessons? I don't know. I don't know what to do. He's not teachable right now, so he just has to keep doing his own thing, I guess. Look, with parents like David Foster and Catherine McPhee, that kid is destined to be an artist. <laughs> now to our exclusive with another musical mom, Gwen Stefani. It's an ET exclusive. Her return to the voice. Have you noticed Blake Shelton's not here? It feels weird. And plans for new music. That's probably why I keep going back for more. Then Rich Paul on the rumors he and Adele are secretly married. You get irritated when people have a fascination with your relationship. It's entertainment tonight. You're supposed to. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We are kicking off the battle rounds here at The Voice, and y'all guess who is back? Hello, it's Gwen Stefani, and it's an ET exclusive. Have you noticed Blake Shelton's not here? It feels weird. Do you feel more pressure? You got you got to take it home for the Stefani Shelton household. I don't want to embarrass Blake. He's so good at the show. I was like, who will you be if you're not the guy on The Voice? Like, ends up he's still the same guy, and I get to hang out with him every day. Sorry, guys, I'm lucky. I can be happy. He's like, go do it again. I'm going to be over here on the couch, like, doing what I want to do, so. Niall, I have to say, our son, um, <laughs> he's funny. He's he's kind of like a little Blake-ish, actually. This is my second season on The Voice. My whole joke is, like, Niall will be like, oh, I love Blake or whatever. I'm like, well, that's weird, because Blake never mentioned you one time. Poor Niall's like, ooh. <laughs> then you have... A fresh face, Miss Reba McIntyre, who literally hit the ground running. How do you like fight against her? Like, you gotta rub it in. 
Dutch is also in Blake's chair, too. I know. When you look over, are you like scraping, like, pick me, I'm going to Bonnie and the Hollaback Girl. Yep, the competition heats up when battle rounds kick off tonight on NBC. And Gwen is super busy. She just celebrated her 54th birthday, and this Thursday, she gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So does this mean new music? I don't think I'll ever not want to put music out, or at least write it, you know? So it's really fun and scary still to go in the studio, so that's why I like to do it. Nah, Gwen, you can't ever leave music. We're not going to let you. All right, now to two-time Oscar winner Denzel Washington and sports agent turned author Rich Paul. The two joined forces at the Boys and Girls Club of Hollywood and invited us along. It's another E.T. exclusive. And now I'd like to welcome our special guest. I did not know that this was a duo I needed. Well, I always dreamed of being a co-star with him. Okay. That just didn't work out. <laughs> Nah, I think, uh, We just... couldn't afford you. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, Denzel and Rich know what it takes to be successful, and the powerhouse duo are leading by example, sharing life lessons with today's youth. How you conduct yourself is extremely important. Rich, who's been with Adele for two years, is a prominent figure in the sports world, representing athletes like LeBron James. In his new book, Lucky Me, A Memoir of Changing the Odds, out now, the 41-year-old opens up about his traumatic childhood and his rise to the top. So the more successful you become, the harder I actually want to work. You know, I don't have that gene. The more successful <laughs> I become, the less I want to work. Listen to you. <laughs> Adele post a picture this weekend, proudly holding that book up. Yeah. Course. So what does that support mean to you? I don't really get into my personal life, but yeah, you appreciate it. You know, it's, it's important to support those who support you, and we support each other, so it's great. You get I irritated when people have... I don't get irritated. Yeah, he does. I know, he's I was going to say. Change, no, no, no. He's not irritated. Maybe irritated is no, not the word. I don't get he irritated. He went back there. You went back home. No, I don't get irritated. I understand. It's the cars that's dealt, so I play them. We just have a weird fascination with it. That's it. Man. It's okay. It's entertainment tonight. You're supposed to. <laughs> uh, that was a fun interview. Yeah. Uh, who else was in the room? Hello. <laughs> Coming up, Timothy Chalamet opens up about his Top Gun Maverick obsession. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. 
Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Hey, y'all. I'm in Nashville with Luke Grimes celebrating his debut music. It's an ET exclusive. From Yellowstone to the stage, only we're with Luke. Plus, it's Disney night on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Barry better back up from my little brother, Danny. Okay, stopping Stop. with the big dogs, Denny. <laughs> we leave you now with GQ's November cover boy, Times 5, Timothy okay. Chalamet. We love him. Night, See everybody. Zendaya's been doing this for years and crushing it. Well, thank, well, thank you. Timothy's thoughts on his Dune co-star Zendaya? She's mega inspiring. He calls her and boyfriend Tom Holland level and good energy Hollywood. Who else is part of his community? Miss Flo, Austin Butler, and... Good morning, aviators. Yep, turns out Tom Cruise sent Timothy an inspiring email filled with advice and a Rolodex filled with connections to the best stunt coaches in the biz. Chalamet tells GQ he watched Top Gun Maverick eight times and even bought out an entire theater to screen what he calls one of the greatest films I've ever seen. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker. The Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.